Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Action Network. I am Chad Millman. Oh my God, we have such a huge show because the NFL continues to roll on. Um, later on, Simon Hunter, professional better, is going to be joining me. We're going to talk about the picks we're going to make for the Westgate Super Contest. Not a great week for me and Darren and our advisor, Simon. Uh we're going to read some reviews. Remember last week I told people, send me your reviews on iTunes and I will read the best one and you will get a hoodie. There were two amazing ones. Problem is I don't know how to get in touch with you guys. So I'm going to read them on the air and I need you, whoever this is, to reach out to me directly. But first, we are going to welcome in from the Orleans, representing all the Boyd Gaming books in the state of Nevada, Throughout the country, bookmaker to the world, Mr. Bob Scucci. Hey, Scooch, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good. So remember last week, I said to people, hey, Send me some, put your reviews in iTunes. You're going to get some swag. Uh, we got a boatload of reviews, which we appreciate. Are you ready to hear two of the best ones? I'd love to. Oh my God. They're so good. It's so fun. Uh, here we go. It's titled The Three Wise Men. It's a five-star review. It's by The Unit Machine. The Unit, a euphemism for so many things. As the holiday season draws closer and closer, we will soon be digging into our pockets, shilling out dough for gifts, travel, food, drinks, and of course, betting on the NFL. Most of us around this time of year will be reminded of the story of the biblical Magi, the three men who traveled hundreds of miles to bring gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh to the newborn baby. Jesus. I, however... We'll be celebrating a different set of wise men this Christmas season. Those bearing one simple gift, units. These wise men I speak of are none other than Chad, Simon, and Darren, a.k.a. Mr. Public. Follow these men like the Magi followed the Star of Bethlehem, and you too can witness miracles this holiday season. Scooch, you weren't mentioned in that one. No. You mad about that? I'm a little hurt. You might like this one better. Joe knows FFB. Must be fantasy football. Five stars, two thumbs up. Milmanisms are the best. Then Scooch tells us where to invest. Darren tries to suggest, but in comes Simon to protest. It's tons of fun, wow. but I digress. The quest to win the Super Bowl contest. The Super Contest. Right side is the winning side. Kicking is for losers. Best action PC around, I guess that means podcast, hands down. Action Network app is the bomb. That's I don't have to say. That's a great review. That's a great review. Joe knows fantasy and football. I've... You just won yourself a hoodie! <laughs> nice. You like that one, right? I do, yeah. We had I two like coming in. You know, Threw in some Milmanisms, some Scoochisms, 
great. I think what you liked most about that is the fact that um, you were mentioned. That was much better, yeah. I did like that. You know, Always nice being mentioned. It is. Happy for you. Are you ready to talk some football, my friend? I am. We had a crazy Monday night game last night. Um, by the way, follow everything I'm doing, 256 or bust, in the Action Network app. I went 10-3 and three last night. Um, my record, choosing every single game, literally, every single game in the NFL. Uh, I'm betting every single game in the NFL. I am 86-62 and 62 on the year. That is 58.1%. Scooch. That's pretty strong. That's, that's professional betting uh, statistics right there. It is, right? Yeah. You hit 58% consistently, and you are going to make some money, my friend. Well, you know what the thing is? I kind of feel like the reason I even did this 256 project, as I've told people, is I do this head-to-head with my buddy Matt every year, and I was beating him so badly, and he said to me, you do so well picking every single game. You can make a mint if you picked every single game. So I just started, I said, this year, let's do that. Let's put a money in together and let's pick every single game and we're doing it. And this is what I'm doing. And you went 10 and three last week? Is that yeah, what you said? 10 and three. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Against the spread. That is great. I know. It's amazing. I'm so good. Yeah. I'm a sharp. <laughs> I'm a sharp. That's what I am. And last week was a tough week. I know. It wasn't easy. Listen, I also went 1-3-1 and one in the Super Contest. So, like, clearly it's, not, it's, it's almost easier to pick 16 games or 13 games than it Sometimes is. Sometimes it is, yeah. Why do you think so that you, is? So, in other words, your three losses, you went 10-3, and three and your three losses were three of your best five bets? Unbelievable, right? It's kind of amazing. That's why money management's important too. It really is. You can go ten and you can go ten and three and lose money, right? Yeah, I mean that's 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 the most amazing thing. Like, because also here here's what's really interesting. It says that I'm up uh, fifteen units or whatever, seventeen point five units, and based on what I'm betting, like because I'm betting bad numbers sometimes and the odds are off and whatever the case may be, I'm betting minus 121 sometimes to get two and a half and, you know, I'm just betting what's available. Um, it's not easy to do. It's not easy to make money in this situation. It's actually really hard. Right, right. It's tough business and that's why there's very few really successful uh, professional gamblers that, that, that do really, really well. Listen, I want to get to one more promo before we get into the odds, which is, uh, as everybody knows, last week uh, with PointsBet, we did a Fade Ravel promo. You were getting boosted odds on a game uh, if you fade Darren Ravel. Darren Ravel uh, last week had the Giants, minus two and a half. The boosted odds were on the Jets. So instead of betting the Jets, plus two and a half, minus 110, you got the Jets, plus two and a half, plus 110. Darren lost the bet, and he subsequently had to sing in his underwear as the naked cowboy in Times Square, which he did yesterday, and you can see that video on Twitter. We're doing it again this week. We're bringing Fade Ravel Fade back for another week because it was so popular. 
We're going to do the uh, Pats and the Eagles this week. The offer will be up soon on pointsbet.com. Go check it out. Look for Fade Ravel, pointsbet.com. They are doing a wonderful job with us. You're going to get boosted odds on the Pats and the Eagles. Darren is going to take the Pats. You're going to get boosted odds to take the Eagles. It's going to be a blast. Scooch! Yep. We can't talk about Dallas and Detroit because it feels like there's no posted number for that game yet. No, we got to re- we got to wait until uh, we find out what's going on with uh, Matt Stafford. I mean, uh, with him in, I mean Dallas is going to be probably about a three point favorite, uh, but I mean this line can go anywhere up. You know, Dallas minus five and a half, minus six. So we're all we could be all over the place on this one. I forgot about Pittsburgh at Cleveland. So Pittsburgh's visiting Cleveland. Uh, looking, they looked really good Pittsburgh defensively against the Rams. They they the Rams are a team, by the way. We'll get to, but like. We've been fading them out for a long time because we have felt like they haven't looked the same. Pittsburgh is visiting Cleveland. Cleveland is a very short home favorite, according to the Orleans right now. You're at minus two and a half, minus 120. So um, I don't know about that. Feels like. <laughs> so tell me yeah, what's happening. You know, well, last week we, we made the we made the Browns a three point favorite against the Bills, and everybody came in and said, well, I don't understand. And, you know, you got a two and six team that you made a favorite over and a six and two team. And, you know, we tried to explain that the Browns are still, I mean, we, we were adjusting throughout the year. We, we've already adjusted about as much as we, we can. There's very little adjustments, you know, moving forward at this point in the season. And uh, so here we have basically the same type of situation where you have, uh, you know, a, a good team like the Steelers coming into Cleveland and Cleveland at home getting the uh, giving three points. The difference is, and like you you said it earlier, is that the Steelers came off a really good performance, and uh, and people do remember what they've seen most recently. And both the public and the sharp guys are both on the Steelers in this one. So we opened three. We went for three even money on the first couple of bets. They they laid minus one twenty with plus three on the Steelers. We went to two and a half minus twenty. And they're still taking the Steelers on this one. So, I mean, both the uh, the public are on them and the sharp guys are on them in this one. So, uh, it'll be uh, another week where we need the Browns. Yeah, the Browns are getting trickier and trickier, aren't they? Like, I was on the Browns last week. I didn't get the best of the number because I got them at three. That line went down to two and a half. Same thing this week. It's like, if you're going to want the Browns, you might as well wait because you're probably going to get a chance. Do you think you'll get them at two? Yeah, it looks like it's going that way because, like I said, both the pub there's no resistance on this one yet, so um, it's it's all just going one way. And um, I mean, we'll we'll wait a little bit. I mean, we're not going to get ahead of it, but uh, it looks like it's certainly trending that way. The New Orleans Saints just got throttled as 14 point favorites at home against your favorite team (laughs) against the Falcons. I. The Saints were one of the teams that I chose in the Super Contest. I was convinced they were the right side. There's no faith in the Falcons. Did not see any way coming off a bye they were going to be better than the Saints the way they're playing. And yet, the Saints now go on the road. They're five-and-a-half-point favorites against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. About 80% of the money, early money, coming in on the Saints, 70% of the tickets. Feels like that's a combination of wise guy and public there as well. Yeah, it is uh, both. And, and as far as the public is concerned, they, they feel like they've gotten 
burned a couple weeks in a row on the Buccaneers, even though the Buccaneers look like the right side both last week against the Cardinals and the week before against the, the Seahawks, uh, but still just not getting the cover. Uh, the Saints have been just a obviously hugely public team the entire year. Uh, and even with the trip up last week and just, like you said, getting throttled, um, I expect the public to come in uh, with both fists and, uh, on this one. So uh, I, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see this line going up. So if you want the Saints, get them now. Get the best yeah, of the I think, I think by, Yeah, by game time, they'll be six, six and a half. All right, Atlanta at Carolina. So Atlanta goes on the road, throttles the Saints, like we said. Carolina, tough loss at Green Bay. Can't get it done at the end of the game. Uh, drive finishes at the goal line, an 89-yard drive that was aided by multiple penalties. Story of the NFL. They're six-point favorites over Atlanta. Hmm. Yeah, and, and you That's know... A, go ahead. That's a weird one. I, what's that? That's a weird one. It really is, and and this we got more money on this game than any game on the board, all on the Falcons, uh, and just kind of an an indication of how quickly things can turn. I mean, we've got no Falcons money all year, and and suddenly both the, the, the sharp guys absolutely love them in this one. So that it took six and a half, they're taking six. I'm going to five and a half right now, as a matter of fact, because we're pretty heavy even at plus six, and uh, it's not like we're going to get a ton of public money on the Panthers they're you know they're not a team like the Saints or the Cowboys where the public just loves to bet on them so it's if the sharp guys are on the Falcons um I, I this is one that I do want to move quickly and be kind of ahead of it uh, uh I, I can't see the sharp guys coming in and laying this number so if anything it'll go down line change we've got a line change Carolina, I can see it right now. Five and a half point favorites against the Atlanta Falcons. I'm tracking yep. it all in real time. ActionNetwork.com, Action Network app. You got to download it, people, because then you can see what I'm seeing and you can understand and you can set alerts to know when to make the bets to see the numbers that you want. Get an alert for the number you want. Action Network app. Download it now. It's free. Can we talk about Jacksonville and Indianapolis or do we not? I know you have a number posted, but it feels like sort of a middle of the road number. Is this going to change yeah. dramatically if Jacoby Brissett plays? What are you thinking here? Yeah, this is going to change uh, regardless. So we got Nick Foles that's uh, expected to get the start uh, for, for Jacksonville. And then, I mean, the, the drop down between Jacoby Brissett and, and Jeff Driscoll is about two and a half points. Uh, so, I, I mean... This, you mean Brian Hoyer. I'm ex- I mean Brian, Brian Hoyer. I'm sorry. Uh, and I, I expect this to be... Uh, we're going to put up three even money and we'll probably get Jacksonville money and we'll probably go to two and a half. Uh, but I'd rather start with three and let the money drive it down rather than, uh, then go up. Why? I, I want to draw a little Jacksonville money on this, uh, out of the gate. So, uh, I think the public is going to be on the Colts regardless of, of who gets to start. So I, so I know we're going to get just a ton of money, a uh, ton of bets on the Colts. Uh, so, I'd rather get the sharp money early in the week and then let the public kind of come back the other way rather than rather than the other way around. Got it. What about uh, – that's a weird game for me. I can't really get a handle on it yet. I, you know, I'm going to get Jacoby Brissett or Brian Hoyer, and I'm going to get Nick Foles playing for the first time in 10 weeks. It, it, I have no yeah, opinion that, on this game right now. 
No opinion, huh? No, no opinion. Well, you gotta you gotta make a bed. Two fifty six or bust. Well, I don't have to make it yet. I can wait until Sunday morning. <laughs> well, if you're gonna wait, that means you're, if you're gonna bet Indianapolis, uh, you should wait. If you're gonna bet Indianapolis, and if you're gonna bet Jacksonville, you should bet it at plus three. That's my opinion. All right. Well, then I guess I'm gonna have to bet Indianapolis because I'm gonna wait. <laughs> Denver Broncos on the road, 10.5-point underdogs against the living large new man with the Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins, playing lights out, going on the road at Dallas, comeback win, looking fantastic, playing like we all know he can, loving every minute of it. I'm not taking the Vikings here. That's a big number. It's a, it's a huge number, and uh, we have been kind of sneakily high on, on Denver most of the year, some games to our detriment, uh, some games not, but uh, you know, we have them rated a little higher than uh, kind of the, the public perception of them has been, and, uh, but this game is about as high as we can make a line. I, I, I think there's a lot of value on Denver, uh, but uh, boy, we've... How many double-digit favorites have we seen this year? I, 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 you should look into that and see if it's, a, if it's a record. It has been amazing, right? But more importantly, and I will check that. That's a great question. I'm going to ask somebody that. Um, I'd also like to know, double, like underdogs this year are winning at something like, there's something like 84, like if I'm 82 and whatever I am, underdogs have won four more games than that. Yeah. Like, well, we're having, I mean, they're winning at a, wood, underdogs are winning at a 60% clip this year. 60%. Yeah. And, and it's reflective of our NFL uh, season to date right now. So the sports books are doing really well. Knock on wood, we haven't had one of those real devastating weekends that typically we do by this time of year. The end of October, the beginning of November, uh, especially when you have like uh, six teams with a week, anytime you have like a real short schedule, all those. High-profile teams like you know the, the the Patriots and the Saints, it gets more concentrated, so you have less um, a margin for error as a sports book. So you have two or three really big games that determine your weekend. You either win big or you lose big. And so far, we've we've won, we've won big. And uh, so, I mean, we're 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 having a pretty good year. And usually, when a lot of underdogs win, uh, that's the case. Denver will be the side there. And you know who's going to be the side in this next game? The Washington Redskins hosting the New York Jets. I don't know how you don't take the Redskins here. I feel like you're begging me to take the Redskins at minus one right now. Yeah, it was fun. Before we came on the air, I was actually going to go to one and a half, but I, I, I think I'm going to go to one and a half right now because... Line change! (laughs) This was one of the games we were debating that, you know, how much credit are we going to give the Jets for just one win against the Giants? And we, we, we said none, really, but we feel like the public might feel uh, like there's a little bit of, a, uh, you know, a play on the Jets. So we hung it one, but I got a couple of small bets on the Redskins, not big bets, but I could kind of see where this is going. The public will still be on the Jets slightly, uh, but this is a perfect spot for the Sharp guy. So I, I don't want to give him too much uh, value on this. You got to break up the Buffalo Bill. I mean, the Miami Dolphins. You got to break them up. They've won two in a row. They're trending. They're hot. Their defense looks fierce. 
Ryan Fitzpatrick pulls magic out of his helmet. The Buffalo Bills are visiting the Dolphins. They're five and a half point favorites. Give me the Dolphins. Yeah, we've been saying that every week. What they cover? Four or five in a row now. Yeah. Uh, they got two two straight up wins. One of them is a huge underdog. Talk about double digit uh, underdog winning the game straight up. Then they get the win again last week. Uh, and now they're at home uh, going up against a, a Buffalo team that uh, they already played once this year. But uh, it, it, it's still a tough number. Uh, the sharp guys are the, the sharp guys have already taken uh, the Dolphins in this one. They took plus six, and I actually moved this game to five and a half uh, before we came on the air. I know some places opened as high as six and a half, uh, but uh, certainly the public got burned on on. Buffalo last week, depending on what number they got. So uh, they just didn't cash the ticket, maybe. But uh, I expect them to come back on this one. The public will be on Buffalo. The sharp guys will be on Miami. Right, but do you expect Buffalo to cover this game? I don't. I, I don't. I, I, I mean, like I said, the Dolphins, five in a row covers, two straight-up wins, and now they're at home. I, I, this is a play. When you're, when you're getting this many points at home, even with a bad team, uh, there's only one team I just think I would never touch again, Cincinnati. But uh, we'll we'll get to that game. But <laughs> this this one it looks like you got you, you got to take Miami. Old man on the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> the next game might be the best game that uh, is on the board. Houston visiting Baltimore. Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, two of the most exciting young quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, what Lamar Jackson is doing is really scintillating. I have thought Deshaun Watson was one of the most interesting people, like in, interesting players coming out of the draft in a long time. He has proven to be just phenomenal. Like these guys, like Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, like the AFC is set for a generation of great football with these three quarterbacks. You got the Baltimore Ravens as four-and-a-half-point favorites against the Houston Texans. That feels like the right number to me. You know, it's funny you should say that because I was going to say we couldn't have gotten a more solid number. The, the action is dead two-way action. Uh, slightly more tickets on the Ravens. Uh, but the money is, I, I mean, they're, they're, we're not heavy one way or the other on this one. And the Sharp guys, it's like they don't know what to do with this one yet. I think... You'll probably see the sharp guys, if they had to bet it, they'll take Houston plus the points, only because they figured to be kind of a knockdown, drag-out game, something similar to maybe last night's uh, uh, San Francisco uh, Seahawks game. Uh, and, and four and a half points could be valuable, especially when there's some fours out there. Uh, we want them to be a slightly heavier on the Ravens. The Ravens have just quickly become one of those public teams. You know, as soon as they beat the Patriots uh, – it was like uh, you can't bet against this team. So we know the public is going to be on the on the the Ravens in this one. I don't know which way to lean here. This feels like a field goal game to me. <laughs> That's why I said it, it, it's going to be close. So if it's going to be a field goal game, it makes sense to take uh, the four and a half points. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to have to do. And I also feel like, like like you just said, the public is going to be all over the Ravens. If anything this number is going to move up. It's not going to move down um, yeah. come Sunday. So I might want to wait a little bit before I cash in here. That's what I'm thinking. Yep. Uh, 
All right, this game is a great game to bet. This is a great game to bet. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Scooch, we're about to talk yeah. about the Cardinals and the Niners. I'm about to say that 13 and a half is way too big, which is what you have it at. And you got to go all in on the Cardinals here. And you just move the number. Line change. <laughs> I went to 11 and a half on this one. You turned it down to 11 and a half. You skipped yeah. 13. You skipped 12 and a half. You skipped 12. You went right down to 11 yeah. and a half. What just happened to I make did. you do that? Uh, well, we, we took a couple pretty big bets on Arizona, number one. But uh, um, we, it was too high. And uh, before we came on the air, we were talking to uh, some of the, the, the guys in the hub because uh, we just put this line up uh, early this morning. We were waiting to see kind of any injuries uh, coming out of last night's game with the, the, the Seahawks. And so, so we always hold off on the two teams that play Monday night. We put them up Tuesday morning. Uh, so we were talking about this game quite a bit. And we were looking at the action from the Sharp guys. And the, and the Sharp guys have been on Arizona every single week. I mean, just every week, doesn't matter what the, the points are, they're on Arizona. So in this situation, uh, it just seemed like way too many points. And we know the public is going to come in on this one. They have all week. And, and the 49ers, even with last night's loss, they're going to be coming in uh, on, on San Francisco in this one. But it's just it, 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 there, there was basically no uh, adjustment from either team this weekend. And like I said, you get to this point in the season and it's hard to adjust either team too much unless there's some major personnel changes. So uh, um, we just know that both, uh, we just know that the sharp guys are going to see a lot of value on that number. Yeah. Well, the Millmans certainly are. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I'll let you know if uh, in the, now that I moved it down quite a bit, I'll, I'll see if, uh, if anyone comes back on the Niners. And that's what I'll do often during the beginning of the week. I'll kind of test the waters one way or another. Sometimes it is too big of a line move, and other times it's, uh, it's not big enough. So uh, you kind of play with it early in the week until you get where you feel like the number is really solid. New England Patriots visiting the Philadelphia Eagles. Don't forget Darren Ravel, Fade Ravel at pointsbet.com. If you want to bet the Eagles at boosted odds, if you want to bet the Eagles at a better number than you can get anywhere else in the world, you got to fade Ravel, who's betting the Patriots as three-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. Listen, I'm going to fade Ravel. I'm going with the Eagles in this game. I think the Patriots will win, but I like the way the Eagles have been playing. Fly, Eagles, fly. they got to spread their wings. This is their shot. They can take over the NFC East. That division is wide open. They can run through the playoffs, meet the Patriots back in the Super Bowl. A little bit of a rematch. What do you say, Scooch? I say uh, the Patriots in this one. <laughs> we are just – we. I. this is the most lopsided game on the board. Everyone is betting the Patriots. Um not quite big bets on the sh from the sharp guys. So, so the, there's a couple of sharp betters that have that have laid the number with the Patriots, but it's not enough to make me convinced that they're, you know, it's a it's a big play for them. I'm, this talk about testing the waters. I am going to test the waters with this one, and I'm and I'm going to go to, uh, I'm going to go to minus four on this one. Line and, uh, change. And I. I want to see. I want to see what they do with it. it, it it'll be a good indication because if they don't take the Eagles plus four right away, right now, 
then I know I can stay at minus four throughout the week because the ticket count is about eight to one Patriots to, to Eagles right now. And that's huge. And so uh, being that this is one of the later games on Sunday, it means that the parlay liability is going to be one of the biggest parlay games of the day. Uh, so if I can be at minus four throughout the week, then it just gives us a little bit of an edge. And so I'll let you know in the next few minutes on this one if I get any bites on Eagles plus four. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. We're going to find out exactly what happened. I've seen the line change. It's changed. You're at minus four. Uh, anyone can out there. Anyone out there who's fishing can grab it. Right now, you put the bait in the water. Will you find, <laughs> will you find a king salmon? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> We got the corner TV game coming up. Bengals at Raiders. Raiders, all of a sudden, best team in the NFL. They're ten and a half point favorites. Come on, come on. Yeah. How do you not take the Raiders in this game? Like I don't know what else to do. You mean, you mean take the Raiders or the Bengals? Well, I got to take the Raiders because the Bengals are barely playing anybody. It's like they might as well be playing ten yeah. guys with no quarterback. Yeah. This is one where you know the look ahead line would have been about eight, eight and a half, and this is one of the bigger adjustments. And I thought ten. The number we hung was minus 10, and I thought that that would be high enough. And we took not a lot. We took a couple thousand dollars here and there on the Raiders, but it was enough to just say, let me go to 10.5. We went to 10.5 uh, early this morning and still no bets on the Raiders. So, uh, I mean, uh, no bets on the Bengals. Like you said, there's no reason to bet the Bengals anymore. And uh, we've needed them so many games this year, and they're just not even competitive. They're less competitive now than we said the Dolphins were at the beginning of the year when they were unloading players and kind of how things have turned. And uh, they're, they're, just, they're just never in the game. And, uh, and like you said, the, the Raiders have been playing pretty well. You know, they're a, you know, a sneaky 5-4 and four team right now. So uh, um, we, we're about 6-1 to one heavy tickets on, on the Raiders to the Bengals, so we expect that to continue all week. You know what? The next game, I, there's nothing to say about the Bengals and the Raiders. The Bears and the Rams, however, are fraught with just interesting challenges right now. Seven is a huge number. You've got that game at seven. That is a huge yeah. number. Um, but it's like, what the freak, you know? Seven with the Bears and the Rams who can't block anybody and the Bears have a good pass rush. I guess I'm convincing myself I'm on the Bears. I, I think the value here has got to be on the on the Bears at plus seven. I know this line's going to fluctuate six and a half and seven. So depending on who you like, I guess, uh, you, it'll determine whether you want to bet this one early in the week or, or late. But um, both teams that started out so much higher, and uh, I keep waiting for the Rams team to show up that I, I'm just convinced that they're not going to. <laughs> I, I thought that there was a turning point where they had a couple of good games where I, I thought that the, the, the last half of the season that we'd get that same Rams team that made it to the Super Bowl last year. Um, just not happening. Uh, and uh, it was kind of high on them last week against uh, Pittsburgh, and that was one of the games we kind of took it on the chin on, on that one. So uh, don't want to get burned again. But I think seven is probably a little high. We're at seven even money, so we, we want people that are going to take the Bears to lay a dollar twenty instead of laying a dollar ten. So, uh, but. Yeah, this is a tough one. And the public doesn't really seem to know what to do with the, the number on this one either. It's not a heavily bet game. You know, I would have expected a lot more money on uh, on this game so far this week. I just haven't gotten it yet. 
I don't know where I'm going to go. I guess, like I said, I guess I'll do the Bears. That's guess where I'm going to lean right now. But I could just as easily see the Rams be emboldened by sort of the opportunity to be back at home, know they need to make a run because they're fading in their division, let alone the conference. Uh, and the Bears are just not very good. Like, the Bears, Mitch Trubisky, as we've discussed, he's terrible. He's terrible. <laughs> he's terrible. He really is, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going with the Bears. I'm going with the Bears. Wow. Wow. Kansas City visiting the L.A. Chargers. They're three-and-a-half-point favorites. Feels like a steal to me. Give it to me. Chargers? Yep. No. Chiefs. Wow. Really? Well, you're getting value because we opened. So we thought the same thing on this one. So we opened what we thought was going to be a pretty high number. We opened four-and-a-half. And right out of the gate, they took the four-and-a-half. We went to four. They took the four. We went to three-and-a-half. So at three-and-a-half... Uh, we're pretty heavy on the Chiefs, and the public is going to be on the Chiefs too. It looks like the tickets are about three to one right now, uh, Chiefs to Chargers. But we've already taken a ton of money on the Chargers from from the sharp guys, so they think they they think the Chargers uh, is the play here. Uh, this game being played in uh, Mexico City, uh, so uh, you know no no home. It's not a home dog, but uh, they they certainly feel like there's some value on the points with the Chargers. No, the Chiefs are going to win this game. That's uh, that's a no-brainer. They're probably going to win by at least two touchdowns. There's no way they're coming off a loss to the Titans against a Chargers team that really can't get out of their own way. Playing in Mexico City, Scooch, I don't know what the wise guys are thinking, but they're not thinking like a Millman right now. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> they are not. No, sir. Let's play some Scooch Roulette. All right, Scooch, tell me, who did we have last week? I forgot already. I had the Bengals. You had the which Bengals. Which I will never, ever do again. I, had the, I think I had the Lions. That's no good. I had the Lions before right. Matthew Stafford was, annou- it was announced he was out. I don't yeah. think that shouldn't count. Let's take that one. <laughs> you know what? I'm changing my Scooch roulette from last week to the Steelers. So since I won last week... Um, I get to go first. If you want to get rich, if you want to get rich, you got to bet bad teams. So they say, you know what? Give me the, uh, real quick, real quick. I got to go back to three and a half on the uh, Patriots. We just took, uh, we just took quite a bit on, on the Eagles as we speak here. Line change in real time. Okay. Sorry about that. No, Didn't mean I mean interrupt. Listen, if there's breaking news, there's breaking news. We're in the journalism business. Capital J. That's they what were we sneak. Do. They were sneaky too. They got in two, two, uh, two tenth, not two, a nine thousand dollar bet and an eight thousand dollar bet. And you didn't notice that? They came in at the simultaneously at the same time. Wow. And your guys at the counter, or they came in? Did they come through the counter, or did they come through? Sort no. Of, Nevada. One, one came in on the one came in on the counter and one came in on the on the, the mobile app. So, what do you think happened? Do you think like two seconds apart? Do you think a guy was at the book, saw the number, and immediately ran up, or do you think the guy like lives two minutes away, jumped in his car, went to bet the number at the counter? 
No, there had to be somebody in the book that was already kind of hanging out for the day, wait for certain certain moves because there's there's no way they would have had enough time to actually drive down. So yeah, it's only been five minutes. But, it takes five yeah. minutes to walk from the door to the book at the Orleans. <laughs> Scooch, I am going to go yeah. with the uh, Arizona Cardinals as double digit dogs against the San Francisco 49ers. I like it. I do. I'm with you. I'll I'll take the Redskins minus minus one against the Jets. Actually, I'm at one and a half now, so I got to lay the bad number. I will tell you that was going to be my second choice. So I don't Love think it. You're, I don't think it's bad. <laughs> uh, all right, Scooch. Listen, this is it, man. This is the end of uh, your portion of your podcast. Don't forget, by the all way. Right. Don't forget. Uh, Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Don't listen. Simon Hunter's coming up next. We're talking about the Westgate Super Contest, but I don't want uh, Joe knows fantasy football. He's listening. He's got to reach out to me. He's got to find me. He's got to DM me on Twitter or something because you have won yourself a hoodie because Scooch loves that. Not that we don't love the unit machine. He did a wonderful review and I appreciate his effort. But Joe knows fantasy football. He's won a hoodie today. Scooch, until next week, good luck to you, my friend. Thanks, Jeb. See you, buddy. All right, we are back with Simon Hunter. Darren is unavailable to join us, but that's okay, because we went 4-0-1 without Darren two weeks ago. 1-3-1 with Darren this past week. Simon Hunter is on the phone, professional better from New Jersey. Simon and I were just discussing how against the spread in the 13 games, which we both bet all 13, uh, we each went 10-3. and and in the contest, we were 1-3-1, and one, which means that the three games we lost happened to be the three games that we th- were most confident about that we put them into the contest. How crazy is that, Simon? And now, a word from a wise guy with Simon Hunter. Brutal, but it's, it's definitely a good lesson where, as a gambler, never go in betting big on your favorite bets. Always always try to bet pretty even across the board because a lot of times the ones you like the most can go sideways the quickest. So it, that's that's kind of a good good lesson for gambling right there that week. Well, look, they imme- an immediate like the three games that, that, that we had in there, um, or at least three of the games that I was sort of most confident about, Saints minus 14 against Atlanta – crush from the beginning Baltimore uh or Cincinnati plus 10 and a half against Baltimore crushed from the beginning um and then we had San Francisco last night um so it's like that was a tough one yeah that San Fran one was actually by far the most painful one because I I really did think I mean we were up 10 nothing I was just like here we go we get another good drive here and then everything just flipped with that clowny strip so that that was a uh that was a tough way to end that weekend. But lucky for us, everyone else had a really rough run here in the contest. So I think we're still just five back with the lead heading here until week 11, which is pretty insane. I love that you keep telling us that and updating us because um, I haven't checked once this entire season. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think the dude leading is, um, I think, Bud Fox from Wolf of Wall Street. Um, or no, is that, I think it's the other movie. But yeah, the guy Bud Fox, he's pretty... Pretty good. He does. He's been doing a lot of the same stuff we do, where he's paid in the public. So he had, he had some good picks last week. We got huge, huge wins with us, where the Vikings and the Titans winning out, winning those games, because everybody 
That's why I didn't want to take Kansas City because I knew everyone was going to be taking that one. They lost outright. So that was a good stay away from us. So hopefully this week we can avoid those uh, easy, easy stayaways. Darren is texting me. He can't be on. Uh, he had to do another call. And so he's texting me right now saying, listen, eat crow for the Falcons. So for everybody there, everybody listening, I'm ashamed that I was so adamant about the Saints and Darren was spot on about the Falcons. But despite my loss, you will not get me singing in Times Square in my underwear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was, that was a bad call. But I told him about three times on this show that the Jets were the right side. He, he kept trying to get for the Giants, and thank God we didn't do that. But, yeah, we'll definitely miss Darren this week. Am I crazy to think that the teams that I love this week are the Cardinals, the Dolphins, the Redskins, the Broncos? What is happening there? Those, that's what I, I, I love. love I, I definitely love a couple of them. Um, we're we're people should remind we're twelve hours out of the Monday night game, so a lot of these lines still aren't hung like hung up there yet. So the Cardinals one was funny where it, it opened at fourteen, and they took it down as soon as that that game ended last night because the sharps were just pounding it. So it, it's reopened in a lot of places at eleven and a half, eleven. So for the contest, if that stays above ten, I I take Arizona in a divisional game. Um, Another another good one, um, and it's a good one in the sense that it's a smart line, is the Denver-Minnesota where a lot of sharp guys are going to take that 10.5 for the hook. But I, I like I, – Minnesota usually does choke in these spots, but I like Minnesota in this spot getting they'll, – they'll probably kill Denver and then go into the bye week. So it's a good spot where Minnesota is not going to let up because they have a bye week coming up. So people are going to think they're looking at it by week. They're thinking to themselves, we just got to kill these guys and get into the bye week. So I'd stay away from Denver. Interesting. All right, that's fair. What do you think of the Redskins? I loved it um, until I saw Schefter tweeted, I think, yesterday. They're, they're starting Haskins. Yeah. So it, it makes me a little nervous where um, Haskins, I've, I've watched a decent amount because I've had a decent amount of money against them. Like I, I think their last game might have been the Bills game. Um, where I, I, I was really big on the Bills. And Haskins played hard, but the kid doesn't throw. He doesn't look downfield. So that's one of those where it, it's a funny line where, you, like, as a pro, I'm going to bet that. Cause, but, like, this is, a, this is a bad line. Like, it should be Washington minus three. But I, I wouldn't do it in the contest. I wouldn't take Washington in the contest. Why? Too risky? I just think, yeah, it's too risky in the sense that um, I, I really have – I don't trust – Haskins enough to be back. I'm like, I, I can't believe because we we talked about it a million times that we're never putting the Bengals in. But somehow we did it. But that's this is the same thing where it's like I just don't want to be ten minutes into a game and being like, what what, what are we doing? Because like the Browns and the Bengals last week took about five years off my life. So it's true. It's totally true. All right, then let me ask you this: What about the Dolphins? I love it. I, I love I love that line that it's still. A feeling out process by Vegas here because I got them at seven and a half for the look at. So going to that game, I had a good feeling about them with the Colts, and uh, obviously I didn't know they were going to destroy them like that. Like they they completely put their will in them. So coming home here against a Buffalo team that they really Buffalo they they should only beat them by three points at home only a couple of weeks ago. So it's one of those I do like this number a lot. I think we're getting five, five and a half with Miami. That's a really good number. All right, so we got two games here. We got 
Uh, the Dolphins and we got the Cardinals, both dogs in relatively advantageous spots. Who am I missing? We got three other three other spots to fill. Oh, we we got plenty of games. I mean, it's I, I like Dallas coming into this spot, but now they've taken the line down because we don't know um, what deals with Stafford. Yeah. So that that line might reopen at Cowboys minus seven. So I mean, I still wouldn't hate that line, but I don't know how great I feel about that. Um, how are you feeling about Houston going into Baltimore? I think I'm getting about a point and a half of value on the Texans right now. I love the Texans in this spot. Love it. Right. I, I feel like this is the kind of game where it, they're, they're, getting, they're giving them too many points because Baltimore's look so dominant. I agree. I think this is a field goal game. So we can definitely put that in. Another, another really sharp spot. But I know Darren's going to absolutely hate it. Would be the Eagles, three and a half. But I could see everyone's reason because it's New England off the bye after a loss. So we can stay away from uh, the Eagles. Well, we have to stay away from it because Fade Ravel this week with points bet is going to be he's on the Patriots and people are getting boosted odds to bet the Eagles. So um, I feel like I can't put Darren in this torturous position. That yeah, I completely agree. That that makes sense. <laughs> um, that's so funny. He, he he would pick the Patriots. Uh, <laughs> it's um, true. I mean, for I'm trying to think like a good chalk pick for us. Um, like do do we want to back the Chiefs on Monday night in Mexico? I was just looking at that game, and I absolutely do. I think they're going to kill them. We do, right? Yeah. Okay, because that's a nice spot where we can take the Chiefs here. They're going to, if they, they hopefully cover for us, they got a bye week. And then coming back, you know, Andy reached that off a bye. So we should get a nice little run here of the Chiefs. So I'm, I'm going to put the Chiefs in minus four. Yeah, and I feel like, look, if this was at home for the Chargers, it might be a little bit different. I might feel a little bit like that three and a half is a number that's worth betting. But this game's in freaking Mexico, okay? And like... The Chargers just aren't that good. Like they are not, they are not showing the will that they normally have shown when they start the season zero and five and then rally. And the Titan, the the Chiefs coming off that Titans loss, um, Mahomes was still dominant. He still threw for four hundred and forty yards. It's just they had some really bad breaks against the Titans, who just kept pushing the ball. Um, yeah, that was that was a class. I mean, that was. Just not that I'm saying that New Orleans Saints and the Falcons game was a fluke, but Falcons came into the game against the Saints with six sacks. They had seven sacks in that game. So I think that Kansas City Tennessee game is one of those where there aren't glaring issues on the Chiefs that you saw from that game where they can't they still can't stop the run. But I think it was a bunch of fluke situations. Like they, they should have just won that game and they just did a bunch of stupid little things at the end there to give enough life to Tennessee that Tennessee came back and won it. So I definitely do like the Chiefs in this spot. All right, right now we got the Cardinals, Dolphins, Texans, and Chiefs. We need one more game, and here's the problem. Dallas, Detroit off the board. Jacksonville, Indy off the board. We don't like Minnesota. We don't like Washington. Um, we can't choose New England, Philly. We're avoiding the Bengals like the plague. So we're limiting ourselves to, like, Rams, Bears, and uh, Falcons, Panthers, and New Orleans, Tampa Bay. And, and it is 
Like, I, I would love New Orleans in that spot, but the fact that Lattimore's out going against the receivers of the Bucks, like, the, the Bucks is going to be the smart side, but I, I, can't, I cannot put Winston in the Super Contest again. Um, no. So what do we do? Do we choose... Do we choose the Bears or do we choose the Panthers? See, I think a lot of people, um, a lot of people are going to be just like you. They're going to like the Bears in this spot, but I still do not like what I'm seeing from Mitch. I, I, I know the Rams just laid a huge egg and everything like that, but this is such a great get right spot for the Rams. Um, I'm seeing Rams six and a halfs out there. Uh, so obviously the public and sharps are pounding Chicago. Um, so we can stay away because I like the Rams inside. I mean, we can put in for now, um, Carolina and wait till these lines comes out. Cause I actually really do. If, if it's going to be Nick Foles coming back and it's going to be Hoyer again for the Colts, I, I would probably take the Jags. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Cause they have no weapons left. The Colts, right. they literally are down to practice squad receivers. So why don't we do this? I could go with the Rams in this spot. I don't love the Bears. I'm, I'm wishy-washy. In the first part of the podcast, I convinced myself it was the Bears, then convinced myself with the Rams, then went back to the Bears. So why don't we do Rams and Jags at the end and see how the lines come out, and we can make our choice off of those two. Yeah, I like that. All right, so Simon, we got Cardinals, Dolphins, Texans, Chiefs. We are locked in. Then we got the Jags and the Rams as our alternates, depending on how the lines come out. Yeah, and I, I think it's one of those where these lines are obviously going to shoot around a little bit here because Vegas is just like all of us are waiting for these injury reports because a lot of guys, a lot of guys are moving parts right now. I mean, it's week eleven, so I, I definitely like that we have a bunch in reserve. And I know Darren's going to be happy that we're finally doing the Dolphins again. So yes, exactly. Simon, we got to get back to our winning ways because we got a chance to make some cash money. Yeah, buddy. We're, we're almost there. We're through 11 weeks. We're, we're definitely doing way better than I expected from the season. Not putting us down, but I just thought we were going to overthink it. So I'm really, really excited the way we're going right now. No one's ever accused me of overthinking, my friend. <laughs> All right, brother. Until next time, wishing us both well. This has been The Favorites from the Action Network. Download, rate, review, subscribe. Listen, go put those reviews in iTunes because I will read them on the air and I will give the best review, as I just did on the show, a free Action Network hoodie, and they are sweet. Download this also, radio.com. Search for the favorites wherever you get your podcast. Listen to Scooch and I, Sunday afternoon, 12 to 1 before the games, radio.com. You better, you bet. Search for us there. Great show. It's basically mad money for betting. It's unbelievable. All the line changes happening in real time. $50,000 in play. You can't believe what's happening. Talk to you guys next week. Love you.